Mm. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. That's good. I had, I guess you would call it constant water mouth. Oh, where uh, it was the night before last night, Sunday night. Right. And we had delicious pork tacos that mm-hmm. mom made. Mm-hmm. And I came home Yum. and then I immediately started getting like sour tummy and then it was just constant water mouth. Ew. Yeah. Mom poisoned you. I was fucked up for the whole night. <laughs> and then I brought my own little uh, little just-in-case bowl. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> brought it to bed. And then Adam uh, woke me up going, good morning, spit bucket. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, good morning. <laughs> and then he started ye- yelling and shouting, rise and shine time, rise and shine time. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like okay goodbye i love you grumpy and i'm like i love you too oh my god so that's yeah that was and then life. i came over but not bef- yeah. not before you texted me 15 questions at six in the morning hey i'd been up for a while at that point i was up at 4 45 a.m i was like oh my god i was like i gotta go <laughs> pop 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 pulling up pulled up my notes oh <laughs> all right how well, was your day oh it was pretty good. It was productive. I cleaned my kitchen. Nice. I went grocery shopping. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah. I was with you. You were there. We took a video. I took a video. We did take a video. I haven't reviewed it yet. I'm going to put it on our Facebook. It's probably just fine. <laughs> All right. You can follow us on social media at HQN Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. What else? Snapchat. That's right. I almost said Instagram again. <laughs> And don't forget Instagram. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I was kind of lucked out when I decided to make that the username because typically whenever you choose a username, it'll be like, oops, sorry, somebody already has that. Try HQN Podcast 19. (laughs) And I lucked out because nobody has HQN Podcast. We are the only HQN Podcast. The only, the original. The, The one and only. Come on, come all. All right. Well, welcome to High Quality Nonsense. Where welcome. We all sound the same. Yes, we all sound the same. <laughs> Especially when we want to. And <laughs> we are figuring out our our theme song still. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> that looks really crazy on the audio wave all right what's some uh what's some high quality nonsense going on with you what's what's going on in your life so far sissy um well that's nice (laughs) i kind of lost myself there Welp, um nothing much just uh yeah i've been applying stuff like that oh i got a new phone if y'all haven't noticed i've been posting a lot of pictures of paul yeah so many pictures of paul yeah so many pictures good old paul i love paul so much it hurts he's a pretty good cat uh today is my dog's seventh anniversary of being adopted zephyruni our little pot roast Hims is such a good boy. We'll post pictures of him too on all of our social media. At HQN Podcast. (laughs) At HQN Podcast. 
You can also email us at hqnpodcast at gmail.com. HQNpodcast. <laughs> HQN. Blue baby. We still haven't really uh, explained that. It's still in the first episode. Uh, well, we were thinking about making a Patreon and then letting Patreon donors view said first horrible podcast because I didn't know how to talk in my mic. It's true. I was like five feet away. So it sounded like I was trying to podcast like in the kitchen and then you, away would, from the you mic. would just hear me like, uh huh. Yeah. It would be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't, uh, just gotta. You know, growing pains. Growing pains. It happens. I mean, but I did. I did let her. I did. Let her, I did wow. let Faith know that if we didn't use that as the first episode, people are going to be really confused after we say "blue baby." So you'll just have to become a Patreon yeah. I just donor made the exact found out. I, I made guess. the executive decision right now that you guys will not get an explanation. You'll probably find it on Patreon or something. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know either. We We're haven't set it up. Out. We have no idea. We need to figure out like some merch that we can give you guys, all 10 of our loyal listeners. <laughs> Just 10? I don't know how many people are here, but hey, thanks for coming. Anchor, Anchor did let us know that we officially hit 100 plays. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. It makes me feel just mm, mm, so fresh. Mm, so mm. fresh. Just makes me feel good. <laughs> Shout out to Jessalyn and Paige for being my uh, my work buddies that listen. I'm just like, although Paige, <laughs> Paige hasn't Paige hasn't made it to uh, she hasn't made it through the Dear David yet because she's she's a little fraidy cat. It's kind of spooky. It is pretty spooky. She uh, messaged me on Facebook and she goes, "How spooky does this Dear David shit get?" It gets spooky, and I was like, "It's pretty fucking spooky." Like I stayed up thinking that there was gonna be a child ghost at the end of my bed most nights. I'm going to pause so you can figure out what you're doing. <laughs> I'm trying to adjust my... my. Uh, you're doing a good job, sissy. Uh, I'm All right, to hold music. Mic. Better now. Better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it through one podcast without waiting music. One these Someday. Days. Someday we won't have to pee or uh, do anything that requires copyright-free waiting music. Or be human. So anyway, yeah, shout out to Paige and Jessalyn. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Paige, I hope you make it through Dear David at some point. You'll do it, girlfriend. We believe in you. Just like listen to it during the daytime, like in a public place. Little pieces, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And make it a you day. Like get your nails done, put it, put some headphones in. Scare the shit out of yourself. Scare the shit out of yourself while you get pampered. And then go get a pedicure. Yeah. And then you know what? At that point, go to the coffee shop, get yourself a coffee, and then listen to the podcast. And if you laugh in public, just be like, hm, I'm listening to this great podcast. It's called High Quality Nonsense. Here's the link. <laughs> Give us that free plug, girl. <laughs> and laugh, laugh, <laughs> laugh just like that. Loud. <laughs> All right. Oh, shout out to my friend. Oh, shit. Shout out to your friend, Serena. Yeah. Serena Vanderplas. Don't worry, girl. I got you. She does. She got you. <laughs> Holy shit. I, yeah, I just had a brain fart. I'm like, oh, no. Shout out to her because she reached out to me and she was just like, crazy enough, her stepmom donated to Tammy and Jam Baker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were telling me about that. Yep. Well, they were very charming people. Apparently. Yeah. Charmed all the money out of everybody's wallet. Yeah, at one point apparently. In time. Charmed himself right into jail. <laughs> um... I picked a thing out of the bowl. 
What is it? Um, all right, bowl of nonsense time. Worst movie you have ever seen. God, there's so many. First one that came to mind. I think it's on Netflix and it's called The I.O. What's bad about it? It's literally just complete fucking bullshit. There's no climax. It's just one <laughs> flat line throughout the entire thing. It's like this chick that's just living on Earth, doing whatever. Is it like a futuristic thing? Yeah, or? it's like post-apocalyptic and the planet's dying and this chick is just like living out the dream, being alone. And then all of a sudden... Another guy comes along and then they have like this one last chance to make it to like a, a launch ship to like leave and then go to a space station that they evacuated humans onto. Mm-hmm. And she's like goes through all of this effort with this guy to go and do this. But in the end, she just ends up going into like a contaminated quote unquote contaminated area and like just takes her helmet off. And she's like, I believe that Earth will come back to life. And then he goes, well, what the fuck? And then he leaves. And then she's just chilling as, on as the planet. As he should. <laughs> yeah, she's just chilling on the planet. And me and Adam just sat there going, wow, we lost so much time of our life. We're like, I I hate this movie. And I'm angry that I w- wasted a lot of time. I did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so don't watch that. If like, it's just the cover is a handsome black man and a young white girl kind of she's really cute, but in that very natural quirky way. Oh. Anyways, the the. The movie's called Io. Yeah. The picture of it on Netflix makes it look really, really super interesting and like, wow, this is going to be a really cool space movie or whatever. And it ends up being stupid. <laughs> so don't watch it. <laughs> oh, I honestly, for me, I'll probably get some kind of hate for it. But hate, 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 hate. Seriously, the new Mary Poppins. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, we went to the movie theaters for Christmas, and that was mom chose the movie, as always. Yeah. She chose Mary Poppins. I would say that, um, like, I think I enjoyed some of it, but at the same time, I was like, all of these songs are absolutely over-the-top ridiculous. They're and terrible. And that's saying something for a podcast that says high-quality nonsense. But half the time, I had no idea what the song was fucking about because all of the lyrics were complete nonsense. Here's the thing is that Lin-Manuel Miranda is... Faith straight up just left the movie theater at some point because she couldn't handle it anymore. I couldn't. I could not. And then, she told, and then she told management to take the screaming child out of the theater. There was a fucking kid. <laughs> I mean, as if the movie wasn't bad enough, there was a child. We were up in the adults only section so everybody could like have a drink and order food or whatever. There was straight up a child down there that was screaming nonstop and the parents didn't do anything about it. It was we legitimately could, like, see it all happening. The kid was like running up and down the aisle. I mean, it was like 15 full minutes. This kid is like running around literally screaming. I mean, beyond that, it's just like, okay, so like here's a couple of things. Is that like one, I love Emily Blunt. I think she's fucking brilliant as an actress. And beautiful. Yeah, she's wonderful, but she's not fucking Mary Poppins. She was a stone cold bitch that whole movie. She was just lacked warmth. She didn't seem like she like liked what she did. And I just want to be like, you're an immortal being. Why are you choosing childcare if you actually hate it? True that. You know, I'm just like, you're an omnipotent, all-knowing fucking... I want, they, I want them to come out with like a crazy ass prequel as to where Mary Poppins came from. Oh my God. I have to remember like the thing that David said because it 
blew my fucking mind because <laughs> he was talking about there's like a scene where like all the lamplighters because instead of chimney sweeps in this movie we have lamplighters and their leader is Lin-Manuel Miranda I mean like I know the movie is called Mary Poppins but they just like really laid it on too thick because it was like I'm pretty sure every single one of the 300 lamplighters said her name probably twice each yeah it's it was half the fucking dialogue was like every Mary scene. Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins. You had to say it before any Mary sentence. Mary Poppins. It was like before anything anyone said, they were like, Mary Poppins. How it's are like, we going to save the house? It's like uh, one of those rules of like, um, what is it? King's Cup? Where yes. The rule maker. It's like, you have to say Mary Poppins before you start a sentence. All you have to drink. Yeah, exactly. Oh, drink. Well, <laughs> Mary Poppins. I just don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, neither neither do I. Mary Poppins, I want a divorce. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> Mary Poppins is not a quitter. <laughs> Anyways. Mary Poppins, it's testicular cancer. New rule. <laughs> Remove that Mary Poppins oh, rule. Okay. <laughs> but you get the point. Yeah. It was fucking horrible. Um, Lynn, Lynn. I can't say... Just one, like, I have to say all three of his names. Lin-Manuel Miranda is a spectacular writer, producer, singer, actor, dancer. He's incredible. This movie sucked so badly. I I don't know. And then the kids were just, like, so fucking obnoxious. Like, the entire movie. I don't want to spoil it because I know so many people want to probably I just, still I just, have to see it. I just it. feel like... I know that it was supposed to be a musical, but isn't there supposed to be spots in between where there isn't any music? There's like maybe milliseconds. It really between. depends. It depends. Yeah. I I just I had a hard time with it. Um, if you're a big Mary Poppins fan or a big Lin Manuel Miranda fan, then like uh, help yourself. But honestly, it was a cheap imitation, and I was so angry that I left the, the theater. Yeah, I think there is certain parts. It where literally I just was start- just like part for part was a cheap like the animated part was a bad rendition the fucking organized labor dance that's usually in the first one was a bad rendition oh yeah they brought out like bmx bikes yeah it was like (laughs) what did david david said it was like uh that's okay i I would say that there's certain parts i really enjoyed and then i like i just started laughing hysterically out loud that was one of them where like it after that i was just like okay what is this is fucking dumb (laughs) And then it was They so, did not have BMX bikes back then. <laughs> I will say at one point, like these lamplighters are stacking ladders to reach a high point. And they're stacking ladders. They get like 50 feet into the air. And Mary Poppins just like looks annoyed and then like floats up. Like they, like they didn't just <laughs> endanger their fucking lives and you could have just floated up there their entire time. Like, what are you what are we doing? What are we doing, Mary right. Poppins? All right. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, I'm still just every time I get on it, I I get really heated. But now that I've got that out of the way, you want to go first? Why do I always have to go first? You don't always go first. We did discuss this. We saw that I went first a couple times. You went first once. Okay. I will say. (laughs) Yeah, you have. You went first once. I will say, though, I think this last episode we've released... I was like, when do you ever go first? <laughs> and then, like, I remembered that, like, I'm pretty sure it's either episode, like, two or three that you go first. And I was like, oh, fuck. 
So I find it funny that we're like forgetting what episodes what because we've only released three. Yeah, we're doomed. <laughs> we're doomed. We're doing so well. So before friends. anybody says anything, I know Casey went first at fucking some point, but apparently I'm going first. Well, I mean, you don't have to, but well, should, do you want me to? Kind of. Okay. All right. Are you so excited for my story? I kind of am. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we're going to touch down on the story of John and Lorena Bobbitt. As you may know, there is an Amazon docuseries coming out about the Bobbitt case. What? Yes. Produced by Jordan Peele, which I'm so fucking stoked for. I don't know who Jordan Peele is. From Key and Peele? And you just said another name that I don't know. You are so... Oh, my God. I'm uncultured. You... That's just ignorant at that point. Anyway... I can't believe you don't know who Key... I'm flabbergasted. You're supposed to be the big sister. You're supposed to teach me these things. So the responsibility lies upon you and Yeah, no, we left that responsibility behind when you were 16. That responsibility never goes away. Oh, I hate no. to break it to you. All right. Well, in that case, I'm going to have to show you some break Key and like Peele. Break it like a dick. All right. Oh, my God. Okay. So uh, let's just get to the... So on June 23rd, 1993, I'll just get to the meat of the story. Uh, Ew, I just grossed myself out. Yeah, I hope you did. <laughs> uh, between 3.30 and 4.30 a.m. on June 23rd, 1993, Lorena Bobbitt cut off the penis of her sleeping husband, John Wayne Bobbitt, age 26, in Manassas, Virginia. Get it, girl. A small town about 30 miles west of Washington, D.C. She fled the scene, penis in hand. In a 1991 Mercury Capri, at the intersection of Maplewood Drive and Old Centerville Road, she flung the penis out the driver's side window before continuing on her way, and it landed in a grassy field opposite the 7-Eleven. So, right, so this is, that's the gist of what's happened. God, what if you were that person walking your dog? What'd you find, boy? And it comes back and it brings you a penis. With a fucking dick, yeah. (laughs) So luckily that's not what happened. Although... So Boy, I'm would sure, that be a story? I'm sure, like, severed penises have been found in the wild. I'm sure of it. Yeah. What was that you were telling me about? Oh, yeah. Um, Adam's stepsister. Uh-huh. She works in a hospital environment. I forgot exactly what she does. It starts with a P. Uh-huh. But um, she found a fun fact, fun also not so fun, that uh, people and men specifically, because women don't have penises. Well, it depends. Um, <laughs> That's a pretty oh, it depends. In, it's a pretty inflammatory statement right oh, there. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't hate me. She Womanhood said, is not defined by your genitalia. No, it's not. Uh, she said that men in general that are having psychotic breaks, mm-hmm. she said statistically, what did she say? How did she say it? She said that the statistics were shockingly high for men that are having psychotic breaks. A lot of them just chop off their penises oh during the psychotic break. They also, she she got to receive a picture from one of her friends that was like in emergency room mm-hmm. and there was a dick in a box. Dick in a box. Yeah. Dick in a ice cooler. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. What goodness. a fun place to work. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a, what a fun place. What a fun place to work. I, I feel like it's probably because like, it's like the thing that makes life worth living for a lot of men. I feel like. For the general male population. No, I'm serious. Like, So they're just like, my life's not worth living. I'm going to chop off my dick. It's, I would assume. is a, If anybody's a psychologist, please I would, email us. We want to know. I imagine that it's like close to suicide. I'm pretty sure actually, Jordan is probably going to look this up and immediately 
message us on Facebook. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, look that up. Um, <laughs> Jordan, look it up. So, yeah, she cuts off her husband's ding ding and throws it in a grassy field. Yeah, ding ding. Lorena Bobbitt was born Lorena Gallo in Ecuador in 1969. She was obsessed with American TV and movies, and she came to the U.S. in 1987 on a student visa at Northern Virginia Community College. So she worked as a manicurist at a salon, and she met John Wayne Bobbitt at a dance hall near the Marine Corps base where he was a Lance Corporal Marine. They were instantly attracted to each other, and after briefly dating for 10 months, they married on June 18th, 1989. Hmm. Uh, Lorena was a small, dark woman. She was barely 92 pounds, and John was a tall, strapping Marine. So immediately their marriage was just super super rocky like as soon as they got married uh john started to basically like keep her in the house beat her verbally abuse her they mutually split up in 1991 for a year when john was discharged from the military and their home went into foreclosure he basically became like jobless and developed like a pretty severe drinking problem just he turned into a horrible person yeah i mean something tells me he was probably a horrible person all the time but it just came out more so, Lorena was also caught embezzling $7,200 from her employer, uh, Jana Bassetti. Whoa. Yeah. She said it was out of desperation to provide for both herself and John. Charges were dropped, and they got back together a year later in 1992, but things were still incredibly rough, uh, even after that time apart, and their fights got worse and worse and worse. Basically, they both were calling 911 all the time because of these fights. Uh, They agreed to separate again shortly before the night of June 23rd. uh, John returned from the bar with a male friend at about two. Uh, His friend passed out on the couch and John headed to to the bedroom drunk and he allegedly raped Lorena before falling asleep. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Lorena went to the kitchen for a glass of water and it was at that point that she saw the knife uh, that she was going to use to cut off his penis in self-defense. She took it with her as she went to her employer's house. Uh, Apparently, they were both very close, and that was just her immediate, like, I have to go to Jana's house sort of deal. Apparently, they were very close. It was very... I I almost feel like if if I was having those thoughts, holding a knife in the kitchen and thinking, I'm going to cut off his dick, I would do a, a reality check and go, oh, you know what? I... I need to clear I my head. I should just leave. I should leave. I should go to my friend's house. But I f- have a feeling of what you're going to say is that she went to her friend's house and her friend was like, hell yeah, do it. And Instead so of talking out of it. <laughs> no. Like so she already maybe? she has the dick with her. <gasps> oh, my God. So like she got, and gets oh. in her car. Oh, OK. Right. Mm, wow. Gets in her car, starts driving to Jana's house. Jana was like kind of like her close friend, but also like her idol. Like Jenna was an American business owner. I don't know if she was an immigrant or not, but it was like there was a lot of things that her and Lorena had in common. Jenna had like an RV, a boat. She was like wealthy and well-to-do. And she was living in this beautiful house. And she had basically like the American dream. Like Lorena was all about the American dream, which is what led her to like come to the U.S., marry John, it just like she felt like she was on mm-hmm. her way. And those were like steps that she had to take. And when John alleged that when the money started running out, he was like, she just got crazy. And and then one night she cut off my dick. And yeah, which you're just like, 
okay like just i guess gonna trade it for a boat i guess men watch out keep the money flow going or else we'll all go crazy and cut off your dick yeah i don't understand so anyway they had agreed to separate permanently shortly before then and when she got to jana's house jana basically was like i gotta call the police like i can't we like, have to it's we like have you, to tell the police you just cut off somebody he could dick. be dead yeah he you could be you could be charged with murder we have to call the police also i'm like i'm assuming that he the dude woke up while this was happening um i feel like no guy so, could ever be that pissed drunk. right yeah so there were several interviews where people were like because he he did the circuit he took every interview he could he spoke at every occasion he could but yeah he did the circuit and people were like he painted a picture for himself people were like you really didn't notice during the trial he initially thought that she was trying to give him a hand job wow yeah after he had raped her and he said i thought she was trying to get me hard again and he didn't feel the knife cut him I call shenanigans. Yeah. So he said he didn't feel the knife cut him. Apparently, I mean, I have a hard time believing it was that sharp. But he said he felt a tug and then it was gone. What the hell? That is the actual quote. Like, (sighs) he said he felt a tug and it was gone. So, (sighs) right. Uh, She was arrested that night. And the quote was when she was arrested and questioned... Uh, at some point, she said, he always have orgasm and he never wait for me ever to have orgasm. He's selfish. Oh, which is not a very like, I mean, girl, don't tell the public. It's not that. the best time to bring it up. You know what I'm saying? So Lorena basically alleged that John had started beating her shortly after they were married. He often raped her. At, uh, often he sodomized her. Uh, she He consistently cheated on her blatantly. At one point, he forced Lorena to have an abortion. Witnesses for both the prosecution and the defense testified that he had mentally and physically battered her. The abuse was escalating. And by 1993, she basically was in constant fear of him. Like this is she had been examined by expert doctors and psychologists. And they were like, this is a woman that has basically been tortured for years and she's reached her limit folks <laughs> uh one expert witness testified that quote lorena believed and was immobilized by john's threat he said i will find you whether we're divorced or separated wherever i find you i'll have sex with you whenever i want to right and so you know to a person that's scared and gone a little crazy by all the abuse the only solution clearly is to remove the item that he can have sex with you know i'm i'd like to think i'm fairly sane but I feel like that kind of person doesn't deserve a penis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. John's testimony was basically incredibly unhelpful to his own case. John was tried with marital, like spousal, sexual, not misconduct, marital sexual assault. So basically he was charged with rape of his own wife and he kept switching his story. I hate that it says mar- marital sexual assault. It's just like, sexual it's assault. Ju- it's just sexual assault. It's just point. rape. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're married to each other. It just, like, I don't know why it has to be marital. Does that make it carry less of a sentence? Right. I don't understand. So anyway, uh, his testimony was unhelpful to his case. He kept switching his story. He said, we didn't have sex. And then he said, we did have sex and it was consensual. And then he said, we might have had sex, but I slept through it. And then he said, she wanted to have sex. 
So I obliged. He his story just was changing way too basically much. Basically switched it around everywhere. Like he told his lawyers one thing, the prosecutors another thing, he told the police another thing, and then he would just like rotate those stories around. Four dozen witnesses during the testimony or yeah, during testimony said that they had seen John break down doors to get to Lorena, basically knocking over furniture, doing whatever he could to grab Lorena by the hair and then punch, kick, choke, and generally beat her. So in front of other people as well. This wasn't just like a behind closed doors sort of deal. He had no shame. Right. It was, he didn't care who saw it. Like he felt like he could just do that. Screw that guy. Right. Fuck him. Let's see. I want to find some facts that I liked. (laughs) Oh, as Lorena fled the apartment, she stopped, according to his friend, Robert Johnston, she stopped to steal $100 and his Nintendo Game Boy. Oh, what? On her way out at the house. She was just like, fuck this guy. I'm taking his games. <laughs> she took $100 and a Game Boy. The mode by which the penis was transported from the side of the road to Prince William Hospital was in a big bite hot dog box filled with ice from the 7-Eleven. Wait, and what? then they, so, so like when when people like went to go search for the penis, they're like, okay, well we need something to carry. Yeah, this in. they need something to put like. And it was they were a, told a big bite hot dog box. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they like went to the Seven Eleven, got the ice box, and then like put his penis on the ice box, and then like closed the lid, <laughs> <laughs> and then took it to the hospital. <laughs> The first words John heard from Dr. Berman, who was the surgeon that reattached his penis, was, the operation was a success, but your penis could still turn black and fall off. I wouldn't say that's a success then. I know, right? I feel like we successfully sewed on some skin to skin, but it might not work. You have something resembling a penis, but it may rot. Do do we know if it, like, actually successful or not? So, okay, here we go. Or does he have feelings in there anymore? Right, so... I hope his penis has no feelings. So, after the incident, John didn't actually immediately turn to porn. After the incident, he attempted to basically raise money by forming a band. Yes. And uh, I don't know what kind of band it is. I didn't actually go looking for Hmm. any YouTube videos or anything. The band was called Severed Parts. Oh! Right. He was trying to raise money to pay, like, medical bills and uh, his legal fees. And the band was completely unsuccessful. He didn't raise any money. And in 1994, he had basically uh, had a chance encounter with Ron Jeremy at the Playboy Mansion. And Ron Jeremy pitched him a film deal. Oh, great. Yeah. So he basically was like, how soon do you think you can get it working again? John was like, well, it's not all the way healed yet. And then he said in an interview with Vanity Fair, but I think that was kind of like the point. Like they wanted him to do a porn like while the stitches were still showing. That's disgusting. Yeah. So he does John Wayne Bobbitt uncut is the title of the film for all you movie buffs out there. If you want it, if you want a new terrible movie to watch. Mom, don't listen to this. Poor mom. Sorry, mom. In another attempt to make money, I don't know if that made him any money at all, but in 1996, Howard Stern offered to pay for a type of male enhancement surgery. As Ron Jeremy said, with that type of procedure, you can either have length or you can have girth, and he went for both. Oh. And it didn't work out. (laughs) Good. 
He's like, you can have either or you can't have both. And he's like, give me both. Well, I, yeah, nobody knows what happened. He worked at the Bunny Ranch in Nevada, which is a brothel. Oh. As a greeter to bring like some media into the business. And mm. they said that like every time somebody asked to see his dick, he would like whip it out. And he said that it looked like a dented Red Bull can. <laughs> what the hell? Which really just makes me believe that it's silver some for some reason. I don't know. But I'm like, a what? Ding. Yeah. <laughs> a dented Red Bull can. He also starred in 1996 after Howard Stern paid for his male enhancement surgery. He was in Frankenpenis. I just don't know how that went. Uh, <laughs> I I did not do any research into that. I would love to I hear. Would, yeah, I don't think I would do a lot of research anybody else into has a watched film it. called Frankenpenis. Well, I'm just like not. I don't know. I just don't know. In 1994, one year later, after basically being. Oh, so neither of them were charged with anything. That's insane. Yeah. And and just like. So, what, what, <laughs> spoiler so alert. like. <laughs> The abuse and, and shit. Nobody was charged with anything. Like the American justice system was just like, what the fuck? Are, what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then that was it. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. So nobody was charged with anything. He walked free. In 1994, he was charged with hitting his girlfriend after Lorena. Her name is Christina Elliott. She was a 21-year-old former exotic dancer at the time. Uh, he met her in Las Vegas. August 31st, 1984, he was convicted of battery and sentenced to 15 days in jail. Just 15 days. 15 days in jail. Justice of the Peace, William Jansen, told him, I firmly believe that you have an attitude problem and that problem is caused by your drinking. So he is basically like he's learned nothing. So he beats his girlfriends on August 10th, 1998. He just repeatedly keeps getting slaps on the wrist. Right. On the dick. Pretty much. Slaps on the dick. He appears... World Wrestling Federation's Monday Night Raw television program. He moved to Las Vegas after that, where he is. He basically just started putting together odd jobs to try and like make a living out of something. So he was a limo driver. He delivered pizzas. He was a tow truck operator. He worked as a mover. He was a bartender. He was a minister at a Universal Life Church as a wedding chapel priest i wouldn't want to get married yeah by that guy right that sounds terrible the guy with the worst marriage in the world yeah in 1989 bobbitt was convicted for grand larceny he tried to steal 140 dollars in clothing from a store hmm yeah or he would not him personally but he played a role in the theft because it sounds you got to, like, bring a team of dudes to steal $140,000 in clothing. Yeah, no joke. There's actually, as far as I remember, when I was working at JCPenney's, there was literally, like, a theft ring that would, like, go and and, and hide out in the hotel rooms <coughs> that were, like, across from the mall. Holy shit. And they would just send people in to, like, grab Levi's and shit and just book it. Yeah. So That's nuts. Yeah. So it's uh and That's I don't know thing. if I don't know if they ever caught it. Yeah, or well them, he's, or I mean, whoever. He could be There's literally like a a, li- a ringleader organizing like a shit ton of people robbing places all over. So anyway, uh he was he got probation for that one. What a tool. I know. In 2003 he was finally sentenced to prison for violating that probation. 
Uh, he was arrested on battery charges involving his wife at the time. Again. Yes, battery charges again. His then wife, Joanna Farrell. He was actually arrested twice on battery charges against her in the exact same year. And then he filed for divorce under the name John W. Farrell, which he was using with his during his marriage. So he took her last name during that marriage. Probably because he doesn't want people to know who the fuck he is anymore. Well, yeah. And if I were her, I'd be like, I don't want your fucking last name. Hell no. Right? I mean, he's just losing his mind. He got married to a girl named Dottie. They annulled their marriage after 13 days. And then she wrote a book called This Week I Married John Wayne Bobbitt. Do you think she just like did it on purpose? Potentially. Mm. She also wrote a book, How to Shit Money. Oh, <laughs> she did it on purpose. Good job. <laughs> She was like, I want to write about something, but I want it to be real. I want a real, some true grit. I'm going to marry John Wayne Bobbitt. Yeah, I, I bet she was just happened. like chilling on, you know, looking on the computer and just being like, I have such writer's block. What do I do? Yeah. And then she just like looks at an article and just mentions him. Yeah. And she like, sees that I'll he's like destitute it. and broke. And she's like, perfect. <laughs> 13 days is all I need. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time. So in 2014, he was severely injured in an auto collision in Buffalo, New York, when a car skipped a red light and John crashed into it and broke his neck. Oh, I was going to ask if his penis got busted. No. Can you imagine? Or did it actually crush like a Red Bull can? Oh, my God. I would die. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing actually. Had, like, it's not. It's still attached to him. It's just crumpled. He, like, pulls it back out. It's still a little dented. <laughs> He's like, it's almost good as new. <laughs> so he received a large settlement for that. He's basically living off of that settlement money. And this just, like, really tops the fucking John Wayne Bobbitt cupcake. He spends most of his time in the Rockies searching for the buried treasure left by eccentric Near millionaire Forrest Fenn. Wow. Yes. In an article in... Please uh, don't tell me that he finds it. No. Oh, my God. Good. I would fucking... Uh, there would be... I would truly stop believing in justice at that point. <laughs> I would stop doing revenge stories. And I would I be would like, just, you know what? Let's make revenge real. I just... I want something real. I want a real revenge. I and want then a real revenge. You know what? I would become the revenge story. You know what? Perfect. I'll just chop off his dick. I'm like, I'm going to go find John Wayne Bobbitt. Here comes the second round, Bobbitt. Yep. Yep. He... I'm going to lob it, your bobbit. Oh. You ding ding. <laughs> In an interview with Vanity Fair, he says that once he finds it, he hopes that he can present it to President Trump in the White House one day. Wow, fuck this guy. Because <laughs> he is a, an avid supporter of President Trump. So. Well, of course. Right. Of course he is. Of course he Fucking, is. Fucking, Yeah. He's a womanizer and has a problem with drinking and also, like, just wants instant fame for no fucking reason. So, Lorena went back to school after the incident died down. She went back to community college. She was just like, okay, now everybody leave me alone. Yeah, she was like, hide. I'm fucking done with this. All, she, all the girl wanted was a normal fucking life. Right? <laughs> oh, wait, I'm skipping ahead. Let me let me tell you some, some other stuff. Give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, her jury had, uh, I want to say, nine women and three men, or it might have been eight women and four men. They both had very like heavy female juries. 
Like, I think actually... It's like, John, hmm, I wonder if that was on purpose. John Wayne Baba actually had more women on his jury. What the fuck? And he was acquitted of his... He was cleared of his charges. Right. I know. So... Anyways. Anyways. So basically, Lorena is literally like so... At this point, like still so innocent. She does. She doesn't really know what's going on. I actually believe that she really like in that moment, like she she saw that as like her chance to take away the one thing that had been like basically torturing her for the past four years. Right. Well, and then he threatened like, I'll, I'll do whatever I want, whenever I want. And then she'll be like, and there's, nothing you, and there's nothing <laughs> you can do about it. And he's like, there's nothing you can do about it. And like she was just uh, there is one thing I can do about it, basically. Because she believed that he really could track her down and find her. But I'm sure she didn't want to, like, kill him. So that she was, was just like, what can I do to not kill him but also stop this chaos? Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> that was the thing. She was like, I didn't want to teach him a lesson. I just wanted to, like, disable him to stop hurting me. So her jury deliberated for seven and a half hours. They announced their verdict. Lorena, when she heard the jury say they found her not guilty of malicious wounding by reason of temporary insanity... She leans over to her attorney and she goes, is that good? Like, she seriously she has had no, no idea. She has no clue. As a condition of her release, she was sent to a mental, mental institution to be examined for 45 days. They did not find her to be a danger to herself or the community. Just a bobbit. Just a little bobbit. <laughs> she switched back to her regular name, which is Lorena Gallo. Red Bull can bobbit. Jesus Christ. Oh, in 2016, John Wayne Bobbit went back to the same doctor that had reattached his penis to undo the male enhancement surgery. So basically wow. he was like, can you please I, Can I have fix, a normal John? Fix me again. <laughs> <laughs> she goes back to school. She meets her partner who she has been with for the past 20 years. She said that it was not a love at first sight whirlwind romance, but it was a friendship that grew into love. She brought her family, her entire family from Venezuela to the U.S., she was working two jobs as a manicurist and an administrative assistant to support her mother, father, and siblings, which were all living with her in her apartment. And it was around this time that Playboy offered her $1 million to pose nude, and she firmly declined. Damn. Yeah. So you've got your entire family living in a fucking apartment with you. You're working two jobs to take care of them because they can't have jobs yet. And Playboy's like, we'll give you a million dollars. And she's like, go in, away. In the year like 1995. And she's just like, no. So she's been with uh, her partner for 20 years. She had a daughter in 2005. She started the Lorena Gallo Foundation, which is dedicated to helping those effect affected by spousal abuse. She's doing really well. I saw Good. a picture of her. She has blonde hair now. She's in great shape. She looks fierce. It is. Get it, girl. Everything. This is like the happiest ending revenge story because I think like a lot of people like just assume because John was never charged and Lorena was never charged. And I think because of that, people were just so like obsessed with it. They were just right. like, well, what's going to happen? Like we have to have closure. So the American public was literally just like they would send letters to Lorena and they didn't know her address. They would just send them to the courthouse. And it just said Lorena Bobbitt, Manassa, Virginia on the front of and the post office would send it to the court. And she got flowers. She got letters. She got people just really rallied behind her. And well, good. But there is, of course, a lot of those people who still believe she's a psycho bitch. Right. 
And of course, like we're not like encouraging. Yeah, that don't you take don't, violent measures. Yeah, don't go out and chop off people's penises. Do not do that. Right. Just like if you're in a bad situation, like reach out for help and leave. <laughs> right. But don't, I think don't do what Lorena did. But at the same time, I think that she's a powerhouse. This is the most satisfying because living well is the best revenge. Yes. And she lived, she lived, she lives, she lives. Wow. Wow. (laughs) She's doing really great. I'm honestly just like pretty inspired by like her strength because I am so petty. And I feel like if uh, in 1995 and I was struggling and somebody was like, I'll give you one million dollars to pose nude. I, I might say yes. I mean, yeah. (laughs) And that's my thing too. I'm just like, because she in also in an interview, she was just like. I'm literally starving. My whole family is living with me while they're trying to earn their citizenship. Do you know how far a million dollars would have gone? And she's basically like, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't go on trial. I couldn't I couldn't testify against a man who had objectified me for four years and then turn around and objectify myself. Right. And I mean, no, nothing wrong with, you know, people who choose that line of work. Just to be Hell clear, no. that was just her. It, you know, in her heart and in her soul, that it it contradicted what her mission was. So I appreciate her for staying true to who she to is. her values and and what she her plan that she had for herself, and that was she wanted to get back on the right track and like get her American dream like the right way because she figured out that you really like you can't take shortcuts to like get things you want in life, right? So now she lives. In the suburbs of Virginia, she's extremely Virginia. <laughs> she's extremely happy, and I'm happy for her. I have a bonus story if you want to hear it. Yo, sure. So, this is a not so happy ending. This one is just kind of up a notch. This is the story of Catherine Q. Not a lot is is known about her except for that she's nuts. She's also known as Catherine Q. Becker. Uh, she's an American woman who was convicted of aggravated torture and mayhem in 2013 for mutilating her husband's genitalia. They'd been in the process of getting a divorce, but they still shared their condo. During the trial, prosecution, which is her husband's side, argued that Q assaulted her husband because he had reestablished a relationship with an ex-girlfriend while he was still living with Catherine Q. <laughs> so the defense said it was because of sexual and emotional abuse. Q was accused of drugging her husband, cutting off his penis with a 10 inch kitchen knife, and then she put it in the garbage disposal. Oh, so there, there ain't no getting a Red Bull crushed pop can. You ain't getting a dented Red Bull can out of that. <laughs> no, you're not. Basically, to prevent reattachment. Uh, well, she probably thought to herself, like, Lorena got away with it. Nobody got charged with anything. Maybe I can do the same. Maybe I can do this. <laughs> When they arrived, her husband was in bed, bleeding and tied down. He had an emergency surgery at UC Irvine uh, and was released, but was not able to have his penis reattached. Duh. He is. I don't know why they know this, but Wiki knows everything. Uh, He is able to urinate, but unable to have sexual intercourse. He stated at trial that as a result of the assault and permanent injury, he felt as if he had been murdered. Right. Uh, I'm sure a lot of men probably feel like that. Right. I think a lot of women would feel like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So they had been married for 16 months. She was held in Orange County, California jail on a million dollar bond. She pleaded not guilty. There was a voice activated recorder 
that captured the entire event on July 11th, 2011. The audio recording was replayed in the courtroom and Q yelled three times, you deserve it, before assaulting her husband. They said it was based on vanity and jealousy. I just... So that was so she's she was so like she's in they're, she's they're in just prison. like you're guilty as fuck on this one. She's in prison. Uh there was also a similar case, Lin and Ji in China. Oh, let me see the year. In 2009, they had three children together. In December 2008, Lin came home with his mistress and suggested that they all live together and have three sons. Oh, yeah. At that point, he's like I have a great idea. At that point, Ji <laughs> asked for a divorce and Lin said no. The couple argued for five hours. Xi alleged that he hit her multiple times and threatened to choke her and their three kids to death. Two days later, on February 26th, uh, Xi bought a pair of scissors from the grocery store (laughs) and cut his penis off while he was sleeping. She escaped from her home and ended up in the Wangjiang district in Dongguan. She was captured by the Public Security Bureau two days later and sentenced to only 10 years in prison. Holy shit. Yeah. No, that was... uh, I mean, as far as, like, revenge goes, this seems to be... Hits it right on the head. It's almost, like, worse than murder. Hits it right on the dick. It's almost worse than murder. Yeah. I mean, I would say so. That sounds... Yeah. Pretty much. I I mean, I can't think of anything worse. Well, I mean, like, like, next to murder, but, like... Next to murder. It's just so... it's like, well, and I think about it, like, what if I lose my hands? What if you lose your feet? What if you lose... It's like any part of your body that's a horrible traumatic experience. Well, it's so funny because, like, if somebody cut my breasts off, I think I'd be able to go on with my life. Same here, but it's mainly because we can get bras and, like, fill them. Well, you can get... There's prosthetics. And also we could get boob surgery. Right. But, like, you can have a penis reattached, you know? I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do, but... Like, not if it's down a garbage disposal. Well, yeah, no, I mean, but you can, I mean, you can get prosthetic, like, things put on, but you just, like, you're not going to be able to feel it. Right. But I think it's crazy how sensationalized this this gets when there are still, like, female circumcisions being performed in right. parts of the world. And I'm like, why aren't we doing news stories about this shit? I mean, like, a lot of it has been, it's it's heavily abated. Like, people, it's not as common as it used to be, thank goodness, but it is still out there. And people still out there. don't realize that. So, a female circumcision is generally unanesthetized removal of the clit. So, the clitoris is basically cut from the body. And what are we doing about it (laughs) i guess that's what i'm saying so i'll get off my soapbox but we should end female circumcision i'm all for that all right well that's the story of john and lorena bobbitt Woohoo! what you got for me i got a spooky story yay but you know what time it is what time is it it's time to use the bathroom and get some water and it's a break time yay because again we can't survive without a couple breaks right we've only been here for an hour I mean, it was a lot of work hearing my sister talk for a while, but wow. it's fine. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're back. We're back. And also, um, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we took a look... <laughs> 
at our life. <laughs> I'm a lot like you were. We took wait, Faith decided like in their last episode, she was like, I don't, I'm not sure if that's, I don't think that's how the song goes when I had that song stuck in my head. Well, that episode's about to air tonight, so everybody knows what you're talking about. But I'm basically showing Casey, like, at this point, we haven't released it yet, and nobody's heard it. And she showed me, and I'm, and because Faith is like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how the song goes, but then she edited this song in exactly how I'm singing it's it. literally and, spot fucking and, on. And that's actually exactly how the song fucking goes, Faith. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm, yeah, wrong. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> whoops oh well i just i thought that was fantastic i you know i really i looked it up after i was editing the episode and i was just like shit that probably is how it goes and i looked it up and i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> i know my 70s music apparently and my 60s music yeah apparently and my 80s music mom texted but me. anything past like the 80s and 90s i have no idea Mom texted me and she was like, wow, Casey just really is an old soul. She just loves music from the I, 70s. I'm an old show. And I was like, wow, mom, thanks. Yeah, I Got showed anything mom, useful? I showed my mom my Google playlist <laughs> for like 70s or just like chilling music. And I decided to play it. And my mom was, <laughs> mom was really impressed. She was like, oh, you know these? Oh, you know this song? Oh, 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 you know this song? Oh, and then we danced and then. Oh, you danced? For, first, mom started dancing in the kitchen, holding a holding a ladle, like, mm, mm, like, <laughs> <da> <laughs> like dancing to the music. And then I decided to dance with her. And then mom's like, oh, we should do this more often. And I'm like, it probably will happen for a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom. Yeah, I'm probably just going to have a string of 70s music play at my wedding. Probably. It would be fitting. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. What do you got for me? <clears throat> Give me some chills. So this is, I guess, kind of more on the side of is like, is it a real creature? Is it creepy pasta? Pretty sure it's a creepy pasta, but done so well. A cryptid. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people still believe that it's like a creature that is real, but I is real. <laughs> oh my! A lot of people that think that this creature, you can do it. A lot of people think that this creature is real there's a lot of uh videos and interesting stuff that people have gathered but when i did my research i was trying to find like is there any creature that resembles the like description of this creature to make this this thing right, something that it could be mistaken for yeah exactly because I was like, well, all legends and stuff like that come from somewhere. Right. But I couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, my. Like, I what looked at it? a bunch of, like, Nordic creatures and, and... Give me the reveal. Old folklore. Anyways, we are going to talk about the rake. Ah! Which, honestly, it's super creepy looking. And, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to wake up with this, like, chilling in my room. Oh, fuck. I wouldn't want to wake up or find it somewhere dark in a dark scary place or in a tunnel which apparently that's like their choice of habitat is like in a dark dank place so is there more than one uh, apparently a lot of people find them you know in uh different parts of mexico or even like canada and like florida there's like been different sightings so okay to speak. well florida doesn't really surprise me if i'm being honest 
Right. I mean, I just <laughs> I read an article where a man was arrested for yeah, a man was arrested for climbing up onto a traffic light, going all the way over and hanging his naked ass over the side and shitting on cars that go underneath it. Fucking Florida. Oh, Florida. We're proud of you. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so the rake. Uh, essentially, there's a couple different descriptions. Um, mainly the reason why they call it the rake is because they have like long, sharp like fingers. Yeah for them to rake your flesh with what does it look like like overall what is like a physical description of this being in urban legend they call it like they say that it looks like a pale almost like white grayish skinned humanoid creature that crawls on all fours um except the leg portion they're like bent and twisted kind of like a dog's but they're like really long so it like goes backwards yeah like the Mm -hmm. kneecaps are like backwards And but the front half is just like it's a human body, a human body, and it has long, long, thin arms. It looks emaciated. You can see its bones like protruding from the skin. (gasps) Yeah, not good. Um, They say that like it eats, you know, humans, obviously (laughs) like human flesh, but then also like other, you know, creatures like rabbits, cats, dogs, like whatever it can get its hands on or it's claws or rakes on oh god and then its face it's bald hairless and it has gigantic sunken in eyes dark almost black eyes but in a lot of footage and uh pictures and videotapes whenever there's flash it like it glows so it's even creepier and it does not have a nose like it kind of looks like where a nose should be it's just a fucking hole what the fuck right yeah, I mean, it looks it's not like, that it doesn't have an. It's it's not like Voldemort where it's just like smooth right there. Right, but it looks it's like it's actually got like the holes for if yeah for a nose. Oh god, that's the worst part. Yeah, and then uh, with its mouth fully agaped and large and wide open, it has long thin like just it just said like long thin teeth. Didn't say sharp. They're just like long, thin, and then flat on the end. I don't know why, but it just like... That's even creepier to me. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah. That's worse to me. Mm-hmm. I wish they were pointy. Yeah, I, I, I long, wish... Long, <laughs> thin teeth. Yeah. I wouldn't usually wish for such a thing, but like, it just makes me... I'm so... I'm so unsettled. <laughs> um, and we're, of course, we're going to be posting pictures and putting a link to a video... Um, I'm going to talk about this specific video because I looked around to see like what I reference it to and I ended up finding a YouTube video and then I decided to like message the YouTube person being like, hey, can we use this and use some of the sounds and I'll give you credit. I will read just kind of like the eyewitnesses or the accounts. Um, Of course, when reading this, I'm kind of thinking to myself like this definitely sounds like a creepypasta. Just mainly because this is so outlandish. Well, like anything could be a creepypasta. There's so much shit out there. I'm so open to unknown species, especially after the last episode. <laughs> like I, <laughs> there has to be something, you know, I'm sure we're missing things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's still like animals in general in like the fucking Amazon forest that we have no idea about. Right. Oh, speaking of the Amazon forest and things from the ocean, a giant humpback whale was found in the middle of the Amazon forest this week. Just in what? In the middle of the forest this week. Just like in the, like, was it 
really old with bones no or it was like had been there like it was still like, like in one piece yeah yeah. Did they have a tsunami or something? I don't know. The fuck? I know. Anyway. I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. That just so, so confused the shit out of me I right know. now. That, that went <laughs> sideways. I'm sorry. Tangent over. But seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. So eyewitness accounts. The first count of the Rake's existence. And this is why I decided to look up other folklore. Uh-huh. To see if there was a creature that resembled the description. Couldn't find it though. But the first log of, like, the Reich's existence was a Mariner's Log written in 1691. Whoa. Identified the Reich. And it says by name. But I'm, I also, like, I don't see that in the quotes of. Well, does he call it the Reich? Because that's what they mean. I know. But I don't see it in the quotes on the log. Are they, like, <laughs> said his name? Right. <laughs> Reginald came to my bedside. <laughs> right. <laughs> his legs were backwards. Um, let me find the quote. Okay, so I found it right here. And I apologize, it does say, say the rake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so the Mariner's Log in 1691, I don't know exactly where they went to. Um, I believe that it was in Spanish and then it was translated into English. But it says, he came to me in my sleep. From the foot of my bed, I felt a sensation. He took everything. We must return to England. We shall not return here again at the request of the rake. Holy shit. Yeah. That would be like terrifying. a fucking riddle. Right. Sounds like a fucking riddle. I know. I'm like, what What are you trying to say right now? <laughs> uh, Blink so twice. Was, <laughs> right. So that was the first uh, like log of it. The next account was written in the 1800s, described the rake as having hollow black eyes and being terrifying in nature in 1964 a suicide note was written in which the author claims to have committed suicide due to the repeated encounters with the rake and the fear that the creature will torment him horribly oh my god (laughs) currently the most complete and also i thought to myself and completely fictional tale of the rake was written in 2016 the story begins with this woman waking up her husband uh-huh. up in the early morning like she she woke up because she thought like she had felt or heard her husband like get out of bed and go to the bathroom so she woke up her husband early in the morning and she sat up to like go to the restroom and she saw what seemed to be a naked and incredibly pale man or even a large hairless dog at the foot of her bed and gasped like <gasps> like well, yeah, yes as i you think do. i would just shit the bed the husband cur- don't need to go to the bathroom anymore. Yeah, the husband curled up like, oh, like got his feet away from it. Once she woke him up, she was just like, uh, yo, yo, get, get the fuck up. She Look at like, this hey, thing. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, husband curled up when he saw the figure after a few moments of this in one fast motion. Motion. Me, me. The rake scurried to the husband's side of the bed and stared at him for a moment. Seconds later, the creature ran into the children's room it, <gasps> like as it was fleeing. The mother then freaking out, shoots out of bed, turns on the lights, and, like, starts heading towards the children's room. Well, yeah. But when she turned on the hallway light, she sees the rake covered in blood and then flees out a window, <gasps> as as the wife states. Right. When, okay. when the couple approached the room, leaving the mangled... Oh. Yeah, so it's... Uh, the, it left, left, and they went into the room and found the mangled body of their daughter who last words were, he is the rake. 
which again i'm like okay that seems okay yeah that is a little fantastical (laughs) yeah (laughs) while the husband rushed the daughter to the hospital he accidentally drove into a nearby lake and drowned him and the daughter inside the car oh wait i remember reading about this and yeah it did seem really fucking crazy right like too crazy uh, several months after this horrible event, the woman began researching the creature she now identified as the rake. Through her research, she noticed a pattern repeat visits in the reports she read. Based on this, like she was like, okay, so people that get that gets a visit from this thing, it comes back repeatedly. So with that information right there, she began digitally recording her room each night and listening to the tapes during the day to find out if the rake had visited her. At the start of the third week, she had heard the first signs of the visit in the form of a shrill voice that she immediately recognized. What? She did not know where she had heard it, but regardless, she knew the sound. She notes, I can't listen to it long enough for even to begin to transcribe it. Then the woman was later found dead on the floor. What the fuck? Like, just like they just of found her, her in her house. I don't know. I guess found her in her house. Oh, and on she was the floor. Dead. Okay. Another encounter of the rake was in 2017. Three girls sighted it inside a wood right next to their neighborhood in Austin, Texas. What one of the girls thought was a cloaked man hunched over. The same girl's eyes turned pure black at this encounter. Another girl later thought it might have been a Wendigo. A Wendigo? Uh, Yeah. While the last girl thought it was a bush. Um... That one's in denial. Right. That one just is trying to get out of that situation. She's like, it's a bush and goodbye. It's fine. It's fine. It's a bush. I'll see you guys later. (laughs) She showed it to one of the... Later, one of the girls found a video that had the rake footage in it. And when she showed it to one of the other girls, they realized what they had actually saw only like only a short distance away from them was the rake. So, so, (laughs) So they saw the rake. So the girl that saw the rake said it looked like a man in a cloak. Right. And then her eyes turned black. Right. Like I didn't I didn't understand that portion. It's like the same girl's eyes turned pure black after this encounter. Like the girls, like all of the girls or I think they just mean the girl that was just like, it's a man in a cloak. It's a man in a cloak. And, and then the, the rake, rake was, was just like, like fuck, fuck you. you. I'm not a man in a cloak. Black <laughs> eyes for you. The bush girl gets to go. <laughs> bush I'm, girl can leave. I'm a bush. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm a bush. Go Pardon home. me. Waving its little sharp finger around. <laughs> Make him wait for it. Boom. Black eyes. <laughs> Okay, um, but the original image that everybody absolutely knows is, so, I mean, everybody has probably seen this at some point in time. They mm-hmm. just don't know exactly what it was. A uh, local news station had put out going, send us images, send us your pictures. We mean it, like send it. And then they did a story going, okay, so you know how we asked for you guys to send in our- your images? Well, we got this one and we're all wondering what the heck is this? <laughs> the man that sent it in is choosing to be anonymous and says that this is absolutely for real. And that's like quote unquote for real. This, <laughs> this is, is for real. This is for real. This is for real. Apparently the man had set up a bunch of those hunting cameras. Trail cams, yeah. Yeah, trail cams. And he was recovering all of them and he found one of them that was just absolutely mangled. Like it was fucked up. But wow. the uh, memory card was still in it. So he retrieved that and then he found the photo 
of the rake the infamous image of the rake <laughs> yeah and it's super creepy it's straight up like looks like it is so bad you guys yeah it looks like it literally flashes and then the rake is just like about to run after it and you can see its teeth it's like nose hole and like it's thin creepy ass arms and i don't like it so anyway so that that picture literally flew all over the place in throughout the news it really is like the quintessential picture of the rake. Like I know in my mind's eye, that's what I see is like a dark forest. And then in the foreground is like this emaciated, bright, white, veiny, like pale, gross, skin stretched, tight, pale humanoid thing that just looks angry as fuck with like two bright beaming eyes mm-hmm. and like a big mouth full of long thin teeth long long thin gross teeth yeah that's a yep 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 yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so that that picture just circulated everywhere everybody was like um let us know what the fuck that is <laughs> what is this yeah the news got a hold of it and then they asked absolutely everybody like let us know what it is and a lot of responses people are like you fucking idiot that's the rake <laughs> don't you know don't you know the rake He's not a bush or a man in a cloak. It's the rake. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) I feel like we need to draw a comic now. We're so... Boom. We're so bad at being creepy. (laughs) The rake is very scary. Be scared. So I'm getting to the video part. I'm going to post the video. Oh my gosh. And we're going (laughs) to... Boom. (laughs) Okay. That's the last last time we're saying Last boom. Last boom. Um, but yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna post the video. Uh, this video I found on a YouTube channel. Are we gonna put some clips in here? You want me to do that? Like the noise clips? Yeah, yeah we're gonna put in the some noise clips, clips. Of, of like the horrible, horrible, like sounds of the videos. Which is really great, by the way, because I usually don't get to edit until late at night. So things just go really well for me. Have fun. When I have to put sound clips in. Yay. Yeah. Just come over um, whenever you don't work. I'll never go swimming in the ocean. So there's that. And now the woods are off limits too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just catch me at home or at work, I guess. I ain't going nowhere else. You ain't going to catch her outside. How about that? I'm not- <laughs> 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 okay. <sighs> okay. So um, the YouTube video itself says it contains all of the sightings of the rake the youtube channel is it's found on sir spooks s-i-r-s-p-o-o-k-s channel titled top 15 or 15 sightings the rake sightings caught on camera the first video is a man that was searching for his cat and saw a pair of glowing eyes in the distance and the man felt as though the eye placement wasn't like humanoid in nature and like it was that more of like an animal but more of a humanoid the eyes were way too big to belong to a person they were like but they were like separated in the same distance as a human right if that makes sense yeah like it's not an owl well and that's what it yeah that's what it looks like in like the trail cam picture that you can see it's just like it is like they're the same distance apart but they're just fucking gigantic yeah and the second video, because that first one, it's just him going, what what the fuck is that? And then eventually, like, okay, fuck this cat, I'm going. <laughs> like, you just, I don't Sorry, know. I, I don't know. I don't know if he found the cat or not. It just, it's a very short clip. I'm just going to say he did. In my heart of hearts, he found his cat. That's, that's a happy ending for me. So we're just going to go with that. Yes. The second video is by almost, uh, I think it was by like a remote controlled camera. 
and it was in the sewers at an unknown location. So it was like almost like if you strapped a fucking like GoPro, like yeah, GoPro to a race car or something like that. And it's scooting along like very slowly, but surely down these sewer tunnels, these paths mm-hmm. like a person could fit in there. It's just you have to crouch down. Right. Ew. And then this one, <laughs> the reason why I say you is I'm picturing it in my head. The creature with those special eyes. My brand. My brand. Um, <laughs> the creature with those special eyes repeatedly peeked around a corner and it seemed curious as to what was coming down like the sewer. And it had like a little flashlight on it and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you just so it's pe- like a Mars rover for the sewer. Right. Yeah. So it's peeking and then eventually like fully steps out and you can see its thin gross arm. No. <laughs> and it's... uh. Seems curious as to what's down there. Once the camera gets closer, though, the creature takes off with, like, abnormal speed and just, like, <laughs> like takes off, which I think is kind of, like, the grossest part is watching. I hate like, that the it's all so fast. It up. Yeah. Why like, it's it one so thing fine. if it's, like, it's got the backward legs and it, like, walks on all fours and it's emaciated and disgusting. But, like, why does it have to be also, like, lightning fast? I don't think it's lightning fast, though. I I don't think so. But it... <laughs> In in the video, I imagine like because if it was a human that was down there, it wouldn't have moved so fast in those like crouched down tunnels. Yeah, unless it had fucking dog legs. So there's that, and yeah, superhuman (sighs) strength. Okay, and the third video is taken by a couple that claimed that they heard a noise outside of their home in the nearby forest. They grabbed their camera and started filming. What they found was more disturbing than they thought it would be. They caught on camera the pale creature running through a wooded area outside. Keep in mind, the creature runs on all fours and the legs are like twisted and resembling more like a dog. So like you can see the whole movement of its back legs and everything. Oh, oh, you can see that in this video? Like all of these videos, I will disclaim that like they're they're blurry. They're You can't see them very well as per, you know, all pretty much so paranormal videos. As usual. Yeah. As usual. Um, so you can see like, you know, the you can you just see the general shape. So seeing this movement is fucking gross. Like once you describe the creature and then you see it moving, it's like, uh, I want to see it. <laughs> I kind of want to see it. You want me to pull it up right now? Do you have it? I have the link for the video. <gasps> okay, she's got it pulled up. And then she turned the tablet off. <gasps> So this is the sewer part. Oh my god. Oh, you. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, just scampers away. Holy shit. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, it's just gross. I personally think this looks like an alien. This definitely looks more like an alien. But I can see, like, long thin arms. Okay, I don't want to see anymore. (laughs) I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see enough when I'm editing sound clips into this fucking episode. That's why I was kind of wondering, like, why you wanted to watch it. I don't know why. Because you're gonna have to watch all of these in order to find these certain videos. Fuck. So it seriously is like, like it's it's forearms are like the length of my legs yeah they're like super long and gross like not its whole arm just its forearm like it's it's got a normal size like upper arm and then like its forearm is like 
one long, like three foot long bone, and then it's got like three feet, but it's huge. Yeah, and then it's got like those, and then it just like it's got this like gangly appearance. It's almost upright, but it leans just a little bit forward, right, with its hands on the ground, and it's like just not okay. I just can't. Uh, you know what? I can't allow it. (laughs) I can't allow it. Don't allow this. All right, Faith. Let me get back to this. Okay. Okay. Where were we? Oh, yeah. This one right here. The okay. fourth video in which what you were about to see, which honestly, these ones scared the bejesus out of me. Right. Um, the fourth video is the fame, like is probably the most famous um, 2016 or 2006 footage. So what people claim is an alien, a fallen angel or the rake. I feel like so many, I don't know, I feel like I've seen, like, cryptid videos before, like, these strange creatures. I've actually never, like, researched the rake before, so, but I, I've, so many people have been like, it's a fallen angel, and I'm just like, uh, okay, um, by the way, angels are fucking dangerous, <laughs> yeah. and not okay. They're, uh, well, they're I mean, protected, like, but they're all because spite. Mm-hmm. They could also be spiteful. Yeah, I was gonna say biblically, angels have been known to do some fucking horrible shit. But people are like, it's a fallen, and I'm just like, okay, like in what description does a fallen angel look like a fucking drowned, hairless dog? What with Who a human you? face with no nose, with a long, long thin teeth? If that's an angel, it's no, thank you. Uh, yeah. So in the fourth video, they claim that it's either an alien, fallen angel, and also the rake. Even if it was staged footage, they do a damn good job at it. It shows people walking through the forest at night with a night vision camera, and they're hearing strange noise and decide to investigate. What they find is a pale-skinned creature hunched down, facing away from them. So you kind of see like the side <gasps> profile of its body, no. like it's looking at something, it's doing something away from them, its bald head was looking down its spine protruding out like you could see its bones it appears to be preoccupied something until they get closer and start doing what people do best in forests trying to be quiet they step on a big ass branch of course (laughs) always Uh uh-huh they step on a big ass branch and it whips its head over and then (laughs) like just opens up its mouth and immediately like as soon as it turns its head those people are just like ah and like start yelling and i'm pretty sure they're speaking in spanish just like booking it the fuck out of there like, it looks like more of, like, jungle forest, not, like, your pine trees or anything. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, me personally, I think I would just, like, turn around and go, no! <laughs> just scream. Into scream the at the distance. top of my lungs saying no. And the fifth video, you know, I want to show you this one, too. I want you to see this. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh, you're going to watch it. Like it or not. No. He says, you've probably already seen this. And I'm like, huh, no, thanks, though. Well, that's loud. Okay, yeah, they're speaking Spanish. They're in a forest. Is that it? No, it's not it yet. Oh my god, it literally is so pitch black that they can only see, like, whatever the flashlight touches. <gasps> no! <laughs> yeah, and no! They get no! the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah. I had a... What do you... How do you think I felt? I sat at home alone watching these. I just, like... <sighs> I must watch them at night and went, nope, tomorrow morning, first thing. <laughs> tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I think I would just die. 
Like, it wouldn't even have a chance to kill me. You just, uh, it would, like, get to uh, me, and I would just be like, <laughs> and I think my back like, would tense. I think my back would tense up, and that would be, I'd go, I'd, yeah, I'd probably just break my own back out of fear. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the fifth video is not of the creature itself, but the noises it makes. The person who recorded it is convinced that it's the mythical creature, the rake. The noises do sound like a man screaming and a and human in nature. So this video is like could very possibly be a hoax, but it's like a creepy ass screeching yelling, like screaming okay. sound. And we're gonna insert that clip like around here. The eighth video is of someone who kept hearing noises down a a huge sewer. This one I really oh don't like. Um, a huge sewer outlet pipe near the person's home. A loud, terrible, like loud, terrible screeches. This man claims that it must be an alien. And the man decides to go down and try to make peaceful first contact. What? I'll admit this one definitely is not okay for me. Just because it spooked me out so much that I, I, had, I had to go smoke a cigarette. Wow. Yeah. Wait, I want to lean more towards that it being real because the video quality isn't, it wasn't like that terrible. In the video, you can see the general shape of the sewer tunnel, the dim flash, like the dim flashlight and the lighting. I don't know how to describe it. Like, like, you know, those gigantic sewer pipes that you like go to explore in and you can kind of see them like over by rivers. Um, Yeah. Yeah, those yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like you see the general shape of that and you just hear the man like timidly like walking through going, hello, hello, and like heavy breathing because who the fuck wouldn't because, be breathing like, heavily in pitch blackness, right. like trying to be brave, <laughs> making first contact. It's not a fucking alien. Get out of there. <laughs> As he's saying hello, the camera and the light keeps grazing past what looks to be the same looking creature in the video that the men in the dark forest filmed. Right. Like it has the same general shape. Except in this video, you can see the whole body. Like he's, it's like the flashlight is pinpointing, like is sweeping over the entire body. Oh and my fucking it's God. <laughs> fucked up. Hey guys, it's Faith. I'm editing this video right now. And I just have to let you guys know that the clip that we're going to play right now is a bit loud and also as graphic as like a sound clip can be. So just wanted to warn you guys, I didn't want to catch anybody off guard. It is a really scary clip. So here you go. Enjoy. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. I just... Yeah, just uh, more or less fuck this video. Um, This one, if you wanted to just like zoom through, it's at seven minutes and 50 second mark. Um, If you, you know, if you want to just skip right to that one, I think that one is probably the creepiest. So I'm just going to skip to like last video if you guys ended up like wanting to take a look at it. And then I'm going to move on to something else that we were finding on like written account basis is because um, honestly when it comes down to it you guys can look at the video but also i thought it'd be fun we're gonna put in like sound clips and stuff once yes. we're done in editing 
Um, <clears throat> but the final video, and I'm just going to describe it. It's like it's takes place in the middle of the night, 2008, an abandoned building. Fuck. Um, it's just it looks like a boyfriend girlfriend just decided to do some spooky exploring. So they're right. going, they're approaching the building. I can relate. And it's literally just like it looks like if you just took your phone and was recording, and then they both have like these little flashlights. Mm-hmm. And they open up the door. I think it's the guy that steps in first, but he's just like scanning, scanning his flashlight, and it has just like a, a narrow beam spread. Oh fuck! So he's just like scanning. So he's like the... playing Doom in real life. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I thought of. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, what? Like, what? What is? When is it gonna pop out? And he like scans through and then he points it down towards like it kind of looks like a almost like a threshold and it has a bunch of just like junk and garbage in the house. And all of a sudden there there it is. Oh, fucking like and then it just starts like heading towards them. And then you just see, of course, you know, the camera jostle and then them running away. But it's like it looks like a fucking random house in the middle of a field because they as soon as they like turn around and start booking it, they're like running through grass. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck? But it had the same, like, the same type of scream and everything. Guys, which listen. we'll put in here. Guys. Well, listen to this clip real quick. Okay. Listen, guys. If you find a house in the middle of a field and it's abandoned... Just probably don't go in. Just don't. Just don't fucking go in. That's how people get murdered, cursed, and haunted. Yeah. And now that's how... Or kidnapped forever. Uh, right. Or, yeah, it's... I just... I mean, if you have to, like, bring a gun. How many people do you think have, like, the... Like, the wherewithal to, to like, not go to in an abandoned like, house? Well, that too. Uh, but just like if you had a firearm on you and you saw the rake, like how many people do you think would think to like shoot it? Oh God, I don't know. I think my first reaction is to get the fuck away, not face it. Right. But now I'm thinking like, I will say in one of the videos, <coughs> which honestly, just look at it. Like a guy hears something on his roof and it's been happening more or less like a lot, like more often than he would like. Right. And he ends up like going on his back deck and like getting a step stool ladder and like climbs up and he looks up and he's just like straight up face to face with this thing. (gasps) And he's like, what the fuck? And then it like ducks down on the other side of the roof and then he falls off. But you see in the video that like he falls off and heads back inside and the video turns off. But I guess the guy at that point ran in and tried to get his rifle and it was gone. Like, oh he was like, God. I'm going to fucking shoot this thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Honestly, I think if I was a better marksman, I'd probably be, like, all pow, about pow. it. I'd be like, well, I'm going rake hunting. You'd be like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, to just kind of wrap this up, there is a kind of a suicide note in here in the 1964 journal entry. I believe this one was in Spanish and was translated, not the Mariner's Log. No. The suicide note was in English. Right. The suicide note. Yeah. Yeah. This one was in English. The 1881 was in Spanish. Um, The suicide note in 1964. It reads, as I prepare to take my life, I feel it necessary to assage. I think it's a sage. A sage. But it could be assuage. Oh, assuage. Any guilt or pain I have introduced through this act. It is not the fault of anyone other than him 
for once I awoke and felt his presence, and once I awoke, I saw his form. Once again, I awoke and heard his voice, looked into his eyes. I cannot sleep without fear of what might happen next, you know, next awake to experience. I cannot ever wake. Goodbye. Found in the same wooden box were two empty envelopes addressed to William and Rose and one loose personal letter with no envelope. Damn. And I think what what this is showing like in the personal letter with no envelope, it says, Dearest Linny, I've prayed for you. He's spoken your name. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Maybe he was like, he was thinking about sending that and then he went, you know what? I, I'd rather not scare her. So I'm not going to send it in the envelope. Maybe that's why I didn't make it an envelope because he was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to scare her. So, okay. And then read, you can read the other one. And then this is the journal entry translated from Spanish and that was written in 1880. (sighs) It says, I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I see his eyes when I close mine. They're hollow, black. They saw me and pierced me. His wet hand, I will not sleep, his voice, and then it goes like, uh, pretty much so in unintelligible scribbles. Yeah. Like you don't know what the hell he's talking about. Oh, God. So it sounds like that guy freaking lost it after seeing it. Uh, Yeah. So I guess kind of a conclusion, like, is this thing, is it just just primal? Um, or does it like, can it speak human or does it put curses on people or does it, is it just like a random creature that's kind of like checking people out so and repeatedly visiting them? Right. Or is it like, you know, a devil or a demonic thing or what is it? So I feel like, it, folks? I think like part of the legend in my mind comes from sleep paralysis. Ew. Like, I really think that because both of those, like the Mariner's Log and the one that's in Spanish, they're both like, I have experienced the greatest terror when I close my eyes or he came to me while I was sleeping. He took everything. I felt a sensation. Oh, his cold, wet hand. These are all pretty like common sleep paralysis experiences or like people are like, I saw him by my bed. I saw him in my room. I saw him blah, blah, blah. And it's not uncommon for people to have shared. There's like, I mean, because in sleep paralysis, there's like. A shared mass hysteria? No. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> there's like, no. There's Julie like, G would be disappointed. <laughs> what would she say? <laughs> Sorry, Julie. She, they she No, I mean, there's like a. um. I know in sleep paralysis, there's this shared figure of like a black demon. But there's also this shared figure of, like, a pale demon as well in sleep paralysis. Ew. Like, it's just sort of... I think I think that, like, that could be where the rake started because he basically, like, he possesses a lot of the things that are most terrifying to us. Like, being vaguely humanoid, like, he's relatable, but being so, like, elongated and... Enunciated, he is like more related to death and danger, and so I think that like our brains, not 
Not to say that he doesn't exist, not to say that he does exist, but I think that like a a large part of it uh is founded in sleep paralysis. And the and with the suicide note, like it really people people are interacting with him so much when they're waking up. So I mean like in on one hand it's like that could be like evidence that it doesn't exist in real life, but I think the worst part is is that Anybody who has sleep paralysis can have an encounter with the rake. Fun. So no one is immune. No one's safe. Like you could have sleep paralysis tonight and see the rake. I don't, I don't want that for you. I don't like that. Why'd you say I'm that? I'm sorry. To me? I didn't. I didn't mean it. You like looked into my eyes and was very. You could serious. do it. <laughs> it could happen. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> We're stupid. I don't know why we started saying this, but. Boom. That little owl. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, like I said, I feel like that's almost more terrifying because anybody, it could happen to anyone. Anybody. Like, it's not, you're not safe from the rake because the rake is, like, lives in everyone's brains. And, like, that is, our, our brains are so capable of basically causing us physical harm. Well, and then that's why psychologists and therapists are out there. Right. If you see the rake, please seek help. Yes, yeah, seek help, get medicine, or don't, not. Don't go walking in the woods. Yeah, don't get, don't go walking. In the don't woods. swim in deep water. Don't go in an abandoned house. Don't go to the fucking abandoned house or building. Don't, yeah, just don't. It's don't dangerous. go in abandoned don't do buildings. It. You're gonna either see the rake or homeless people that might be violent or schizophrenic or ghosts or but demons well i mean or... they don't even have to be homeless they could just be like terrible people yeah could you could be, just see a terrible person could be a crazy crackhead you could see a like, ghost get you you could see heavens could... forbid you see a scary clown fuck in the middle of the night in an abandoned building <laughs> heavens forbid just assume that all abandoned buildings have a scary clown in them absolutely don't fucking go in there I, you know what it's already done it's burnt into my brain so at any point in time, if somebody goes, hey, Casey, let's go in that building and check it out. I'd be like, no, fuck you. I don't want a balloon animal. No, and then I'll run away. You. Yeah. And then you walk away with no like, with no explanation what whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, I don't want a balloon animal. <laughs> <laughs> my friend Desiree would be like, that's my girl. She don't like clowns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, that is the story of Lorena Bobbitt and the rake. God. Mm. <laughs> mm mm mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm-mm. what did we learn today um don't investigate crazy ass noises all right even though you want to sometimes don't chop off your spouse's dick right check check and check 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 good shit good shit good shit good hi shit. welcome to Naya. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. Oh. I hope everybody has a fantastic Wednesday, March 6th. March 6th? Is that is that it? Is that that's, the date? That's the one that this one's going to. Oh, good. Hmm. Oh, uh, that means Mardi Gras has happened. Have a, don't get too drunk. Hope you guys are all feeling okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mardi Gras is the day before. Be careful of your titties.
I don't know. I don't know what people do on Mardi Gras. <laughs> I don't know. I don't drink I've, anymore. I've never celebrated Mardi Gras. Honestly, I've never done anything. <laughs> I just remember somebody gave me beads once and said that they liked my face, and I was like, "Thanks." All right. Well, but be careful those titties. <laughs> be careful with your titties. And thank you for listening to High, High Quality, Quality Nonsense. Nonsense. Bye. Bye. Here.